I had single game parlay. Bills minus 10. Josh Allen over one and a half throwing touchdowns. Stefan Diggs, 65 plus receiving yards. I had 53 receiving yards. <laughs> Damn. So close. Which is, you know, the story of every single single game parlay. Yeah. Sounds right. Sports betting. For suckers, unlike <laughs> penny slots. Howdy, it's Tuesday, January 16th, 2024, and this is episode 219 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City podcast. I'm Kyle Leskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Back tonight, podcasting. I know, it's first time in a while. I'm having a delicious Miller Lite. It feels yeah. so right to be drinking while podcasting. <laughs> I mean, you could do that, you know, when we record at 9 a.m. too. <laughs> it's true. Start the day off right. I mean, I... Uh, Definitely someone who's had some drinks during the workday before, so. I hate it. I hate the feeling. Like, they just hit different during the workday. Like, I've gone to lunch and gotten a drink, like, with my boss taking me out to lunch. And it's like, this is a terrible feeling for the rest of the day. They need to be done now. <laughs> I don't know, man. You just got to go with it. I think it's it's fine. It just makes it more pleasant. Just keep drinking. Yeah. I mean, that's the, yeah. the problem is the stopping. It's not yep. the starting. <laughs> that's always the problem with the drinking, right? Yeah. No no man has ever gotten a hangover that just didn't stop drinking. <laughs> Truly the greatest enablers on Do For A Win. Indeed. We, won't, we don't judge you for anything. So right. if that's the way you roll, we're not here to judge. I play penny slots, so. Yeah. Speaking of enabling, you know, if you're interested in all of our NFL picks, join our highest level Patreon and we will give them to you. I'm sure they're very good. I'm sure. I was just telling you about the parlay that I lost. Don't do that. That's shit. Just got to do, you know. Sorry. I mean, I'm money eight for eight on the playoffs. Yeah, yeah exactly. I haven't missed anything. Picks will yeah. be in your mail if you subscribe. Yeah, if you do like $50 a month, then you get the shitty picks. It's like $200 a month for the good picks. Exactly. Yeah. Smart. All right. Always, once, never. Sub shops. Sub shops. I've had this one in my back pocket for a while, but it seems sort Ooh, of dumb. But alas. I think it's a good one. We have been to these. Uh, I yes. Think. Yes. I have a confession to make. So I do too, but let, let's get to the sub shops first and then you can make your confession. So the first one on the list, of course, is the Atlantic City Classic, probably maybe along with the knife and fork and with, oh my gosh, the Italian restaurant. Help me out. The most famous restaurant in Atlantic oh, City. Oh, Chef Ola. Chef Ola, yes. So along with knife and fork and Chef Ola, probably the most famous restaurant in Atlantic City, White House Subs. Their original location on Arctic and Mississippi and their second location in the Hard Rock in whatever you called their food court last week. <laughs> They're not food court. My brother agrees with me that it's a food court. Uh -huh. Anything with communal seating is a food court. Sure. Did you like my mall rats clip in the last episode? I, I did. I did. I did like it. Uh, second option, Sack of Subs, you know, which is... Very famous participant in some of the early episodes of Two yes. for a Win. <laughs> a good old pepper steak. Location that is not there anymore, by the way. Yeah. Six locations in the area, but the only AC location is in Bally's by the lobby. It was on the walkway to, uh, well, the one that connected to Claridge, right? Yes, correct. And uh, there obviously I used to be one at Harris by I've the pool. ever been down there except when going to the Claridge Tower. I walked over there once, and I don't think we got Sacco Subs. Maybe we did. I never ate there. I've ordered Sacco Subs also in Ocean City, New Jersey. Yeah, I've had it 
in Absecon before, I'm pretty sure. We got it when we were staying in Absecon for our friend Craig's wedding. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that the Sacco Subs is owned by the Sacco family, <laughs> which makes the name a pun. It's amazing. It's fantastic. And finally, we have Tony Baloney's, which is up past Ocean on Vermont and Oriental Avenues. Uh, there's three other locations in New Jersey, including, I know, one in Hoboken, because you've talked about it. Yes. Jersey City and Margate. Mm-hmm. I have a huge confession to make about th- these three sub shops. Okay. Well, two of them. I've never been to the original White House. Uh, how's that? I've been twice, <laughs> I think. I don't know how you've never been. Yeah. And I've never been to the Tony Baloney's in Atlantic City. Really? But I've, I've had White House and I've had Tony Baloney's. That's very surprising. Yeah. I think I've only been to Tony Baloney's once, and I, I've my confession that I've never had a sub there. I only had the pizza, which I thought was like oh, no. quite mediocre for how much people hyped it up. I think the subs are better than the pizza. Yeah, the pizza was like fine. You know, if I really wanted like some blue cheese pepperoni, yeah, it's all insane. Green pepper pizza or whatever you know i'm sure i would have thought it was great but the secret is no one actually wants that so (laughs) unless you're really drunk and that's why (laughs) they do so well in hoboken is because everybody leaves the bars at 2 30 a.m and goes and gets ridiculous general so's pizza slices i mean they have a slice called the shit face 3000 so Uh they know who the clientele is i will not knowing who our clientele is, alienate all of our listeners by saying that you're just better off going to steal pure pizza if you want some pizza. Don't go to Tony Bologna's. Yeah, I've, you got to get the subs at Tony Bologna's, I think. In, that's my personal opinion. All right. I'll, I'll try them out. Next time we stay in Ocean, I'll go to Tony Bologna's and get a sub. They're, they're very sloppy and messy. You've got to appreciate that kind of, like, just gluttonous nonsense. I mean, so is the pizza, sort of. Yeah, right. It's all that way. It's all just, like, drunk food. Mm-hmm. So one place not included because we've never been, there's a place in my Googling for best subs in Atlantic City that mm-hmm. has 4.8 stars on Yelp. For Yelp, I feel like that's unprecedented. Yeah, Spanky and Sons on Porter Avenue. It's out by Bader Field. If you go over the bridge so right like past Wonder Bar. Near Wonder Bar? Yeah. Yes. We should go to Spanky and Sons, walk to Wonder Bar, get a drink. Oh, this sounds great. Yeah, especially if it's like, you know, May or something. It's nice out. It does sound good. We still have to do our uh, Lucy to Lighthouse walk next time. Yeah, we go that's when true. It's that's true. Yeah. So what do you what do, what are you doing? Always, once, never. What's going in the ocean? <sighs> what are you doing one more time? You know, my only exposure to Tony Bologna's was the pizza, which I thought was only okay. Psycho Subs, I think, is generally pretty good, despite the, yes. the infamous pepper steak experience. Yes. So in case you don't know what we're talking about, I once got a pepper <laughs> steak. I think this was before the podcast at the one at Hera's. And they just got out, like, a jar of the grossest red peppers. It was, like, the bottom of the jar. It was, you know, one of those, like, Cisco, you know, like, five-gallon jars of pickled peppers or whatever. And they just, like, covered the sub in these disgusting peppers. legitimately, like, 75% peppers and, like, 25% meat and bread and stuff. Yeah. Roasted (laughs) red peppers. Not, not great. (laughs) But I do, I have had sack of subs elsewhere, and I Mm -hmm. thought it was quite good. Yeah, so I'm not going to hate. Thought it was good too. White House. I know you are not such a huge fan. I also think it's it's fantastic. I tend to get the Italian there. I think it's very, very, very good. I would say it would have to be White House always. Second subs once more. Tony Bologna's just based on the fact that I've never had it. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Their pizza was only okay. Probably can go in the ocean. But see, I think I would go White House always. Even though oh, I'm not really? a White House lover, but Noted like, White House hater. 
I think I think both the locations are super convenient. I do have to say, I had a breakfast sandwich at White House once, the one in Hard Rock, and I thought it was not good. Yeah. So that's don't don't get that shit. Or if you do, don't get it on their sub roll because it's like the bread to filling ratio <laughs> yeah. is like very bad. Yeah, I mean, I've had cheesesteaks multiple times at White House, and they're fine. I don't think they're amazing. Mm-hmm. I do like Italian subs, but what I don't like is tasting them for the next three days. Oh, and you would. Yeah, it's the type of sub that you would taste for the next three days. Like, the amount of salami and stuff on it is right. legendary. Like, go into it just knowing that that's what I'm getting into. Because every time I have an Italian sub, I'm like, this is amazing. And then, But that's why I don't order them. But mm-hmm. I, need, I need to just do it. But I, I think, like, the convenience is a huge factor. It's, it's an Atlantic City classic. I'm not going to put it into the ocean, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I also refuse to put Tony Bologna's into the ocean. I don't want to go up past ocean every single time I go and go to Tony Bologna's right. every single time right. I go. So my decision's like entirely based on convenience. But Tony Bologna's, now that I've moved out of Hoboken, I do absolutely love two of their cheesesteaks. They have like a something called an Olay steak and I think the brotherly love steak that are both mm-hmm. like slathered in sauce. Certainly not like your typical Philly cheesesteak. But I really like them. And so now that I can't get it readily, I really want to go one more time. So I think for me, pretty easy. White House always, Tony Bologna's once more, and then Sack of Subs into the ocean. But I feel a little bad about Sack of Subs. Like, I do think it's fine. Are we putting the entire chain into the ocean? Can I still get it in Ocean City? Oh, yeah. Oh, the no, whole thing. The whole chain. It's got to go. Mm, I mean, I do. There's express pizza and subs in, right by the house I rent in Ocean City, so I can deal with that yeah. because it's better than Sack of Subs anyway. And there's Tony Bologna's up near you, so you can't put that whole chain in the ocean, right? It's not that close to me, though. I need I need the ones. Uh, I, I mean, I don't care if the one in Hoboken fails, really, <laughs> but I have nostalgia for it, and I need to go one more time. Uh-huh. You need to go to White House. I need I to need try, to try Tony Bologna's subs. You need to have an Italian at the White House. Yeah. At the real one. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't been to the real one. If you had told me when we were right next door at Poncho's, I would have been like, absolutely not. We need to leave right now and just go to work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We were right next door. Mm-hmm. And I think because it was like noon on a weekday or whatever when we were there, I think there was no one there. Because usually when I go, it's like wait in line outside for 45 minutes. Yeah, I usually see a line. I'm also very line averse. So mm-hmm. that's another reason that I haven't gone. It's good. I've been told. Yeah. White House always. So unanimous. Yeah, it is unanimous. Even though I'm really surprised you chose you chose White House. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to go to either the one of of the other ones always, and I would be totally fine true. going to White House always. What What if you could snap your fingers though? Location wasn't the. I still Tony Bologna's is so gluttonous. I don't think I could make that. I, like, what am I going to do? Throw mm-hmm. out seventy five percent of a sub every time I go? Like, that's not going to happen. I'll have to try it. I'll try Tony Bologna's. Tony Bologna's was my go to in Hoboken when my wife was out for some reason. Like, if she was out for the night. I would get the kids into bed and then order some giant, like, 4,000-calorie sub and a huge side of fries and just, like, scarf the whole thing down. Eat, like, half of it? Yeah, and, and by that I mean eat half of it, yeah. <laughs> right. And save 75% of the fries. Large fries. I mean, that's no good. Fries are not good the next day. Uh, they, if you got the uh, air fryer. Yeah, yeah, I do have an air fryer. Does an okay job. It's, it's, it's better than any of the other alternatives, but best to eat them when you get them. Fries don't deliver well either. All right. So we'll do Tony Bologna soon. We'll do Spanky and Sons, which has an unprecedented Yelp rating, and Wonder Bar while we're there. We're going to do them back-to-back, though. We're going to do Tony Bologna's and Spanky's and White House back-to-back-to-back. Yeah. Yep. And Wonder Bar. Just, yep. you know. For the people. Follow up by Spanky's. Yeah. I mean, you could just puke right into the into the water. F- fill up on light beer first and then go. 
<laughs> go to the other, all three subplaces. All right. So Unity by Hard Rock, what's going on? They've been talking about this transition for what feels like a year. So Hard Rock as an entire entity, you know, a brand that I love. Indeed. Truly a brand that you love. Non-ironically. Non-ironically at all. No, I like it. <laughs> has had multiple loyalty programs. They've had a Hard Rock Cafe one. And then I think the casinos have all been sort of on their own for the most part. And so, you know, if you've been rock royalty, if you've heard us talk about that, that's all wild card rewards. And they are in the process of going to a single unified loyalty program called Unity. So you'll be able to go earn points at your Hard Rock Cafe when you buy stuff at the rock shop. When you go to any of the various Hard Rock casinos, although I think there are some that are licensed that probably won't be on Unity, so that'll make it a little confusing. Mm-hmm. But they sent an email saying that Unity would be live in Atlantic City on January 9th, and the website would transition on January 12th. I went to the website today, Tuesday, January 16th, and it said, We're in the process of migrating our loyalty members to our new loyalty program, Unity by Hard Rock. While we work on this exciting transition, log into Wildcard Rewards. To view your offers. Amazing. Stay Is it going to be like for updates? Borgata and MGM. <laughs> it was like two separate cards for like a year and they just like could not put the systems together. Probably. I mean, my favorite is I had a Hard Rock Cafe account because why wouldn't I? <laughs> what do you get with that? Why would you do that? <laughs> Nothing. Like there is literally no upside, right? Like if you ate every day at the Hard Rock Cafe, what would you get? I don't know. A discounted appetizer or something. <laughs> but... They, since I had signed up for that and since I was Rock Royalty at the time that they announced this transition, they sent me a gold Unity card. I was like, Ooh. sweet. But then that expired before Unity even transitioned <laughs> at, in Atlantic City, so it got me nothing. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, so just great all around. So I, I was looking at the details. It doesn't look like for most people it's going to change much unless you are a huge Hard Rock fan and are just regularly going to Hard Rock cafes and buying all the Hard Rock cafe shirts and stuff. The big change is that instead of having comp dollars, you'll have points, 100 points per dollar. This should sound very familiar to you if you're using MGM Rewards or Caesars. So, yeah, I mean, that seems like it's pretty much it. But I don't know why it's not happening yet when they send an email saying that it debuts literally tomorrow and that was eight days ago. As someone who works in IT, I understand. I'm sure it's like some sort of disaster is happening right now. But yeah, sounds right. Yeah. Speaking of disasters, uh, it's been quite a hubbub because oh, yeah. the Laurel Lounges, which for those who don't know, are, is the lounges at the Caesars properties, are now only open from Friday to Sunday and are ditching all hot food but lowering the entry price from 15 comp dollars to 10 which by the way is only for regular diamonds, right? Because if you're like diamond elite, you don't have to pay any entry price, right? I believe that's correct. And yes, it has spurred quite a lot of outrage on the internet. You have linked to an article by david danzis playnj.com and resorts made a post firing a shot at caesar's saying our executive vip club is always open for epic and above star card holders serving up daily changing menu delights a private bar and a chance to meet chef melania That'd not an nice. epic player no worries yeah chef melania and a trump i don't know <laughs> probably not no worries any star card holder racking up 30 points in a day gets vip access with guests with a guest from sunday to thursday yeah so you're obviously giving up caesar's forever and moving to resorts right i mean 30 points at resorts that takes a while that is a lot yeah like i'll, I'll earn like five points in a day at resorts so 
I'm never getting that lounge access. You said you've gotten emails, though, inviting you. Yeah, they'll send me emails that say I can go to the lounge if I go to resorts. Uh, I haven't gotten one in like six months, but I used to get them semi-regularly. A friend of the podcast, Justin W., says that the resorts lounge is underrated. Hmm? So we should go. I mean, I don't I don't get those emails anymore. So. No. Yeah, we should go sometime, though. We should. You know, I'm sure I could probably get 30 points. I mean, I don't know. I have no, no sense of how many points I have at resorts right now. But uh, I hear that the people like the clicking, so we yeah. can find out. Are you full of rage about the Laurel Lounges? I'm not Diamond, so it means nothing to me. I am Diamond. I mean, as is well documented, I basically never go to any lounges, no right. matter what. So uh, it doesn't impact me at all. I mean, I'm of two minds about this. For people who enjoy going to Atlantic City at gambling some and maybe going to the buffet and the lounge, this absolutely sucks. Presumably, these people are going to be pissed off, and maybe they'll stop going, and that's one class of people. And I don't know if it's a good decision or not for Caesars to make these people upset. Presumably, they've run some numbers. And there's, like, another class of people who really like going to casinos, I think, because they feel like they're getting something over on them, and they're a thousand times more <laughs> pissed off. But yes. Caesars doesn't care about those people at all. So yeah, they just like going to the casinos and eating at the lounges, and yeah, I'm not sure. But I don't know. I mean, it sucks. And, like, I'm sure it was, like, a huge... You know, obviously you're giving food away for free. Like when you look at it in some sense on the income statement, that's only a minus with no plus directly right. attributed to it. Except that so, you're getting people who have status into the door of your right, <laughs> Right, right, right. And it, it's going to be hard to say looking at this because the Caesars properties are very clearly number four, five, and six right now in Atlantic City. How this is going to impact things. I don't think it's great. I don't know if it's a great idea or not. If anything, you know, maybe it could be a bit more punitive towards non-elite members. But taking away hot food, like, that does really hurt, I believe. I agree. Yeah, I, th I think it's dumb. I mean, I know people say, oh, well, it's all the status matchers. They're making it too easy. And, like, people just go and live in the lounges. Right. Which is why I said if they want to make regular diamonds, like, even more expensive or something. Or, like, make a diamond status that's, like, real diamond and fake diamond. Right. I mean, that's kind of what Golden Nugget does, right? Like, they have a sort of matched matched version of their 24 right. carat, and then they've got, like, the real thing. And so, okay, you match, but maybe you get, like, one time in the lounge on your match uh -huh. until you, like, actually earn it. I feel like there are a bunch of ways to do this that is not just, like, shafting a ton of people who are, like, actually real players. Right. You know that, whatever, little old ladies who just go and put their entire savings into slot machines every month or right. whatever, like, their entire social security check that are, you know, barely diamond. They're not going to be happy. They're probably going to go somewhere else. It's not going to be good for Caesars. Yeah, and I feel like that's Atlantic City's bread and butter. Like, you want those people who are the 80-year-old version of me, but just to play way more penny slots. The literal woman from that 1986 yeah. show that we saw. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's kind of – it's surprising, but it sort of lines up with what Eldorado has talked about in their <laughs> purchase of Caesars from the beginning. Yeah, I, like I said – I don't have any insight into what they're looking at. I don't know if it's a good idea or not. I don't know, like, who they perceive as using the lounge and, like, who's not. But I think there is, like, very legitimate downside to doing this. So I'm not going to say, come out and say, like, flat out without knowing anything that it's a bad idea. But it seems like there's a lot of danger involved with, with this decision. I have 12 tier points at resorts from the last time I went. Yeah, that's way. not a lot. No, it's not. Not 30. Just looking at it from the player's standpoint, because, you know, not everything that's a good business decision has to be something that we approve of. <laughs> uh -huh. right? uh, how depressing is it, the idea that you're going to walk into a lounge and it's going to be like a bowl of chips and a bowl of pretzels and a bowl of trail mix? Like, that's awful. Yeah, that's terrible. 
nobody's going now, right? Why would you bother? Why would you spend the 10 comp dollars? No. I mean, certainly if you're regular Diamond, uh, sure, you can drink for free, I guess. But I can drink for quote-unquote free at the slot machine. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> quote-unquote free. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's no reason to go. And like, I think it makes Diamond like a lot less of an exciting prospect for people who are trying to play their way into it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, it makes, especially like there I, was I, certainly a, a segment of people who played their way to that Diamond Plus or whatever it was called, right? Yeah, Diamond Elite, yeah. And now there's no reason to do that. None. I mean, I think there's like maybe some some other benefits. I shouldn't say because I, I don't know. I'll never earn it. So We're talking about things just completely making yeah. stuff up because we've never even looked into it. We've never come close and never even considered it. Do for a win. Yeah, just full of <laughs> lies. So we have some mailbag questions. Yeah. Starting with my brother who listened to the last episode where uh-huh. we talked about crapless craps in the trip report because you played that at Borgata. Uh-huh. And he said, what is crapless craps? Because we didn't explain it. Can you explain crapless craps? I sure can. It's craps where you cannot crap out as it says. So next question. But what is crapping out? <laughs> what if I don't even know that? So crapless craps is a version of craps where all of the numbers are live numbers, basically. So in normal craps, right, you win on 7 and 11 uh, if there's no point set, and you lose on 2, 3, and 12. So crapless craps, you win on 7 coming out, and you just set the point on every other number on the board. Oh, so you can set 11 too? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was just 2, 3, and 12, and 7 are the same. So... No, that would probably be... I don't know if it would be a winning game or not, but it would be, like, much better game than Crapless Craps is. So Crapless Craps is presumably worse for the player, right? Like, why would they make yes, this new game? Yes, it's much worse for the player. So I think on a normal table, the pass line odds are, like, 1.4% or something like that. Crapless Craps, I don't know what they are, but they're they're much higher. Um, This should be easy to figure out. It's, like, one-sixth of the time, you'll just get a seven... <laughs> This is going to be scintillating, so if you want to keep talking while I do this, and then it's 5 and 9 are 8 36ths. So are all the payouts the same, though, in Crapless Craps? Everything is exactly the same. But but what a 2, 3, and 12 payout? Odds are true odds, like they always are. So 3 and 11, you're paid 3 to 1, and 2 and 12 are paid 6 to 1 on your odds. Yeah. So 8 36, you'll win 4 out of 10 times. <laughs> and then... I mean, you can okay, I will look, look it up, uh, look it up on Wizard of Odds, which tells me the house edge on the pass bet in crapless craps is 5.382%. Conventional craps, 1.4%. 1.4? Yeah. Crapless craps, 5.38%. 4 divided by 36. And you'll win that bet how often, Craig? Oh my god, why are you doing this to me? 2 out of 8. This is just spite, right? I just told you the odds. 2 and 12. Trust we the wizard. Look at those. Two out of 36 times, and you will win those. Ooh, one out of seven equals 0.473. So you should win the pass line bet 47.3% of the time. If I multiply that by two, house odds should be 5.3823. Yes. Oh, look, we did it. I told you it's much easier to calculate than normal craps. Interesting. Yes, 5.3. Household. Seems bad. Hey, I'm glad that I matched up with what you said. You're getting into roulette territory there. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> so why did you play Crapless Craps? Because it was open and I like craps. I mean, it's like fine. I mean, it's obviously like quite bad when you set three as your point because you're winning that very infrequently <laughs> like I did. Right. But 
I hit my three, so it worked out fine for me. Well done. It is a bit surprising it's that much worse, like if you think about it, but yeah, it is. I match with what Wizard of Oz says, so we could say that Wizard of Oz is, of course, correct because I am infallible. Yeah. I would just like to let everyone know that Kyle has now shown his work, so if there's any question <laughs> about Kyle's math skills... It's pretty easy. I can't even fucking calculate what bet I'm supposed to get. This, this episode's going to be six minutes long because of all the stuff I'm cutting out here. <laughs> I'm actually I didn't know that it was like quite this bad of a game when I played it so I was gonna say it's fine but like maybe it's really not fine it's like halfway between a good game and like three card poker so (laughs) it's twice as good as three card poker and much worse than regular craps you're walking through the casino you're walking through Borgata (laughs) now and you're armed with this information yeah and you see a $15 crapless craps tables open completely open are you buying in or are you walking by uh, it depends. If I want to play craps, I'll buy it still. Yeah, okay. 5% isn't, like, disqualifying. I mean, mm. Pike Gal's like, 3%, right? Yeah. It's fine. I can't imagine, knowing this, that I would ever go play crapless craps, because I know that there's a... I mean, you don't like craps anyway, so, right? That's a good point. I like it. I like the idea of it. I would like, you know... What I really want to play is, like, $3 craps. <laughs> <laughs> Can somebody transport me back to, like, 2005 downtown Las Vegas to play $3 craps? That's what I want. I know at uh, Casino Royale on the Strip, they had something like that, too, but I think there was anti, so. Oh, it's terrible. Do you want to dive into the other question we have? It's a long <laughs> one. No, I'm burned out now. Because <laughs> you much. had to do so much math. I have to close my calculator. Yeah, so Ludi sent an email. I know we briefly mentioned it last week, but many folks make New Year's resolutions, surely including do for a win. What resolution goal should each of the nine AC casinos make for 2024? Are we just going down completely alpha order here? I mean, do we want to do that, or do we want to, like, start with Borgata and end with Valleys? No, I think... Alphabetical? Yeah, I think it's too hard to... That way, that. we we can't uh, say we're biased or anything. Exactly. <laughs> just, just how it goes. All right, Valleys. For me, it should answer my emails when I email them. I don't know. They should not suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, I'm trying to picture Valleys as a property. Like, they should give me some reason to ever step foot in there again? Sure. I mean, we liked the yard, okay, except for my mm-hmm. one cocktail that sucked. But I, there's nothing really enticing me to go no. in there ever, right? Right. So I'm, I'm trying to think, what could they... They closed the Dunkin' Donuts, right? No, the Dunkin' Donuts is still there. It's like the world's oh, okay, most okay. expensive Dunkin' Donuts, but it's there. Oh, yeah, and it's not on the app, so that's why I don't care about it. Right. If it was the most expensive Dunkin' Donuts and it was on the app, we would go all the time because you have to maximize value. Like, why get a $1 donut from a place where a donut's $1.18? When you can get a one dollar donut from a place where a donut's two ninety nine, right? Obviously, you go to the, you you want to stick it to the franchise or as much Indeed. as whatever franchisee. Yeah, we talked we talked about this earlier. I do have to say it was like a true thrill for me to be able to use the app, at the quad or anywhere, <laughs> the, the link Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. where I think a breakfast sandwich was literally ten ninety nine or something like that. That's crazy. Got a free one. Nice. Bally's, Bally's, Bally's. I'm trying to think, for me, like, what should their resolution be? I mean, it's so obvious to say, you know, like, make more money, right? But... Like, I don't understand what they're doing. I don't I understand the I have played planning. there. One of the first days there, like, I put legitimately, like, quite a bit of play through one of their video poker machines. And they their reach out to me has been, like, basically zero. Why not throw me a free room in the offseason or whatever? I feel like they're not trying. Yeah, we would money. not avoid it if we were getting rooms. I think I think we would go. 
And like I said, I emailed them out of the blue and like, I don't know how much this really matters, but they had some link to like email their hosts or whatever. I think a form on their website and like you could select like player development or whatever. And I sent a message to them like, hey, I'm going to be here. It was like a Thursday night. This was in December when me, you and Taylor went. I'm a diamond player here. I'm like, whatever. I get free rooms at these casinos. Like, I just like to give you guys a try for a free room. And they did not write me back at all. It was just like went into the void. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say that their New Year's resolution should be player acquisition. And by that, I mean in a very self-serving way. They should just be comping (laughs) rooms like crazy. They should be comping rooms like crazy. It is a low roller property and they need to treat it like that. I say this in a very self-serving way. They need to become the title sponsor of Do For Way. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Uh, By the way, Tropicana, Chickies and Sweets. I I think... The New Year's resolution actually for every casino on this list is going to be to specifically comp Craig yeah. as many rooms as they even can handle. So moving from Bally's to Borgata, <laughs> you know, going way <laughs> up to the top grossing casino who can just tell us to go fuck ourselves because they make so much money. But what should they be doing differently? Which they basically did to you. They did. Yeah. They sort of did $75. I mean, obviously, they're doing a lot of things right, but we did just spend a night there. So what is it that you think they need to be working on in 2024? Try not to have any absolute IT dumpster fires in 2024, (laughs) like they had in 2023 with the hack and 2022 with their non-integration with MGM. Okay, that wins. I think that's definitely their resolution. Absolutely. Nailed it. Right? I mean, no, like the the property is awesome. I mean, it's like reasonably close to like, I mean, maybe not perfect, but it's like as good as an AC property gets, right? Obviously, it's the nicest casino in Atlantic City. It's the nicest hotel in Atlantic City. Yeah. But they can have better drink service at times too. That's true. My secondary resolution for them is to replace Izakaya with a real sushi place and not generic MGM sushi. <laughs> be, be sushi. And also thirdly fix that one machine with the light that shines into your eyes and <laughs> the most cursed machine <laughs> and the double down screen at the b-bar but excuse me double up craig it's very yeah sorry nice. yes double up <laughs> Not. i was thinking about double down stud yeah double down stud is the only thing you think of these days fourth resolution entire casino full of sixes or better <laughs> <laughs> all right caesars and, rest, and rusty nails Oh, Rusty Nails. I think they need to just have – do you remember Caesars? When we when I started going to Caesars anyway, they would have people walking around the tables. They would have like classic cocktail waitresses with the little tray with cigarettes and stuff and cigars. Mm-hmm. I well, want that but with Rusty Nails. I don't remember it at Caesars so much but I remember when we used to go to Bally's. Like there was a ton of like cigarette ladies walking around. Yeah, yeah. Bally's is the place. And the Hilton. The Hilton, I also remember it. I think that was gone very shortly after I started going. Yeah. But- it was it was amazing to see at the time because it's like, wow, this is like classic casino shit that yeah. you expect to see. I'm really earning our uh, explicit tag. I feel like we have not been earning it enough. Yeah. It's what the people want, just, just swearing. <laughs> Caesars, Caesars has a lot to me. I think Caesars could use some more. All right, go ahead. You can, you can lead us off with this one. Change the vibe of the casino floor downstairs for the first time in the life of the damn place. That was, that's what I'd say. It feels very stale to me mm-hmm. in Caesars. And I feel like every time they try, try to change it, it somehow feels worse. Like like the area over by the boardwalk entrance, between the boardwalk entrance and like Kwai feel like even crappier to me than they did 
two years ago. Really? So I think that that area is fine still. The other boardwalk entrance where you walk in and it's like nothing, or the entrance on the other side, like the valet entrance where it's actually legitimately nothing, plus the new Starbucks or whatever. Those areas need need more work. I think it's slowly becoming emptier and emptier down there. And like, I don't think that's the right direction for them to go in. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I mean, they filled out that entrance by the valet with more slots, but it still does not feel like it's a still good pretty place empty. to play at all. It yeah. feels like you're in storage, like extra. <laughs> like this is where they just keep the extra slots because they got space here. It's very odd. We haven't spent that much time there since the Starbucks is open, but I think having that Starbucks there should be a big help as well yeah. to like actually get people over there so you don't feel like you're like the only person in the casino if you're over there. I will say this is the property that has the hook in the theater. So I obviously mm -hmm. like stuff that they're doing, and that's a big initiative to have that I do really like, and obviously I've like championed ever since I went for the first time, but there's just other... The casino floor, like, I don't really want to play there. I like upstairs. I like playing upstairs. Oh, I think upstairs is bad, but... Because mm. I'm a slot player. Full of slot machines and, like, feels actually, like, a bit cramped, unlike downstairs, where it's just, like, spacious. That's what I like, because I'm a slot player. Do you know... Yeah. Do you know what they have upstairs? Wonder Woman machines? <laughs> And, like, bad video blackjack machines. The worst video poker ever at the bar at uh, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Truly atrocious video <laughs> poker. I do remember that discussion. I actually think Caesars has made a lot of decent decisions yeah. in the last year or so. Like, it has become better, but... I mean, I think you're right. It does feel a bit sparse downstairs. There's something they could do. I don't mind how the casino feels. Like, I still enjoyed a lot when I went in November. Like, I played quite a lot in the Asia Room, and I liked it pretty much as much as ever. I mean, it was better, obviously, when they had, like, self-serve tea in there or yeah. whatever and, like, some snacks or whatever in the mornings that they got rid of quite a while ago. And they liked it better when it was $20 instead of 25 with yellow chips. Yeah. Like, I know those aren't coming back. I think Caesars has been going, like, slowly in the right direction. And I wouldn't say it's a casino I hate playing in. I'll save that for yeah. other casinos on the list. That's true. I, the Asia Room is the best place to play at Caesars. Mm -hmm. I think it's the nicest sort of vibe of anywhere at Caesars. Golden Nugget. I don't have any simple suggestions for them. I feel like they sort of, in a lot of ways, are saddled with not a great space for the casino. And they, like, yeah. kind of make the most of it. You know, they're, for me, by far the most aggressive casino in terms of, like, trying to get me in the door. The problem is it doesn't work because I don't really want to go to Golden Nugget all that much. But I don't know what they can do to fix that unless it's an absolutely monster renovation like the Taj to Hard Rock renovation, which is, like, probably not really realistic. I don't know. Do you have any suggestions? Yeah, more fast casual food. Uh -huh. I think there's yeah. a disconnect between the type of player who goes to Golden Nugget and, and there the is a lot of like very fancy, you know, Vic and Anthony's chart house kind of upscale food there. And yeah, you're right. Like there's Bill's is the only schedule. real like place and to it has, grab like, something quick. Th three tables and a bar. Right. Yeah, and I think if they had more of that, I went to Bill's twice when we stayed there because uh -huh. it was really like the only option to just sort of sit and grab something for a pretty reasonable price. There was the noodle bar that you vetoed. Yeah, I thought it was too expensive. And then there's the, like, not a Starbucks down in the basement where it smells bad. Yeah. yeah uh, not in the basement, bad. but, you know, down by yeah, the... Yeah, the walkway to the garage. Right. So it's weird to me that they don't have more of that because it seems like the type of people who are going there would clearly want that. Yeah. And, like, every other casino has loads of that stuff. Do they, though? What's Caesars have? Well, Caesars is a bad example. <laughs> Caesars, I think, is set up kind of the same way as Gold Nugget, where they have Gordon Ramsay and, like, the different Gordon Ramsay that just opened. Right, like and then Bill's it's, like, it's, it's pretty much Taza, right? And then... And then, 
like they don't really have anything. They have like guys in in Wild Wild West or whatever, but that's it. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. But I mean, we we obviously talked about food courts last episode, and so mm-hmm. you know, Hard Rock definitely a food court. They have mm-hmm. a good amount of stuff like resorts, food yeah. court, Her- ocean. Harris Harris has a decent amount. Yeah, I think yeah, they all have a decent amount. Resorts is getting a chicken Just guy, so not Caesars and Golden Nugget and I guess that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah, like Trop has a ton. Trop has an unbelievable. Yeah, Trop has a ton. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Interesting that it's like only Caesars and Golden Nugget that don't really have that much of that sort of like quick quick eats available. Bring back Guthrie's. Oh, bring back Guthrie's. Yeah. Gold Tooth Gerties. It's never open. Virginia City Buffet. People need to bring back buffets. Someone needs to bring back a buffet. Yeah, that's true. It's only Hard Rock and Borg, right? There's demand. There's clearly demand. There's obviously demand, yeah. Right. Is it just impossible to make money with a buffet? I don't get it. Yeah, you should be able to. I mean, I think you can charge quite a bit for them and people will still go, so. Maybe when they don't want to, like, open a buffet and they charge $50 and people are like, $50 for a buffet, but mm-hmm. I think people would still go. <laughs> like, you remember that we were there and they had that, like, shitty, like, seafood buffet outdoors oh, at yeah. the showboat Showboat. and it was, yeah. like, $100. Yeah, it was a lot. It's like... Oh my god, who's going to this? Yeah. And when I walked by, the answer was no one. No one was there. It was just like an empty tent. I think they brought it back though this past year. Yeah, so I mean it was also like did okay. Midday when I went. That's so. true. What do you got for Hard Rock? Your favorite casino? Yeah, Hard Rock's pretty good. I mean, I think I I went over this when I stayed there a few months ago. I thought that they got like the hard stuff right in terms of the room was nice. The check-in experience was fantastic. By far yeah. the best in Atlantic City. I think their staff is always pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I really enjoy the, the Asia room. But, you know, drink service was, like, legitimately the worst I've ever seen in a casino in Atlantic City. And that's, like, <laughs> saying something because I've gone to casinos in Atlantic City for a long time. But it was, like, on a Thursday or Friday night or whatever. I was sitting at a table for three hours and one, literally one drink person came by in the Asia room, which is, like kind of like their high limit area more or less so that would be good and like two no tables were open you know the next morning like there was whatever i ended up saying like one craps table that was full like one blackjack table that was full you know maybe one other table and that's it like stone cold it nothing was open in the asia room nothing was open but uh i don't i don't have anything big i mean i think hard rock by and large if you look at their numbers are obviously doing a lot of things right so I can't complain too much. They're doing some weird stuff. I mean, obviously, like the no comp drinks on Friday and Saturday nights at the Hard Rock Center bar is annoying. But I think it seems like because of the live music, especially, like yeah. people are still there and they're buying oh, drinks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's obviously it's, fine it's still hard from their perspective. They can't get into the high limit slot area unless your rock royalty or higher is a weird one. That's silly. I mean, when I was there, it wasn't like that. So I, I don't know if it's like only enforced sometimes or, or what, but... Yeah, I mean, sometimes I think you have to swipe your card. You have to swipe to get in. To yeah. get in, yeah. The thing that I will say is my gift to them, <laughs> if I was buying them a New Year's gift, would be a dimmer. Just make it a little, it is, little less bright. It's very bright. It is very bright. I, I think even like slightly less bright would make a huge difference because mm-hmm. it is like he's standing on the sun. It's quite bright. Harris. I haven't spent much time in Harris since – well, we were there last December, I guess. Yeah. 2022. But- I did a solo trip there also in 2022, right? Yes. Oh, you stayed there when I stayed in Gold Nugget in 2022, right? Right, yes. Yes, and I only stayed there on a solo trip. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's like such a mediocre property in every way. In a weird way, since it is so mediocre in every single way, like food offering, it casino, like, it's like there's nothing that I really feel like they is absolutely have to fix. Fine, but right. like nothing is like good. Perhaps if we were some different podcast, we could talk more about the pool after dark, which I think is still like a pretty popular place. Yeah. So I guess that's like a good thing they have going for them, but I don't care at all about that. They are refurbishing some of the rooms, so it's not quite as dire as it was a couple of years ago. But yeah, it's, it's a very hard property to give advice for. I mean, they, I know that they've gone hard on, like, seasonality of restaurants, so I would say... And that was, like, years ago that we were having problems, like, because we tried to go to Veracruz there, like, five times, and it was closed yeah. every time that we went, and then it closed permanently. Yeah, I mean, and then I know that they closed some stuff over the winter, last winter. Yeah, certainly, yeah, when we went and got your Diamond Celebration dinner, it was, like, at the literal only restaurant open, right? <laughs> yeah, I think we had, like, two options. Right. Yeah, it was like uh, what Gordon Ramsay steak and whatever. Uh, I forget, yeah, I don't even remember what it was called. The seafood place, Krusty Krab. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Krusty Krab. Probably wasn't the Krusty Krab. Their New Year's resolution is to open a Krusty Krab. Crafty Krab. It was something with no, crab. In it, no, no, that's that was on was the that, boardwalk. That was different. a very short-lived place on the boardwalk. Well, I think it's closed anyway, right? The, the, the place that we got that diamond celebration there's closed, so it doesn't matter what it was called. It very quickly closed, at least seasonally. I don't know if it's perma closed now. Mm-hmm. What should Hera's resolution be? Stop coming at people 20 minutes later and telling them that they owe $25. <laughs> no, they don't do that anymore because they don't even have tiles. It's oh, been long true. gone. So. Yeah, I mean, this it's is not a problem. Still holding they already fixed that problem. Like eight years ago. <laughs> so Love the $25 squeeze game there. That's a good thing. Slam that like last time I played there and just lost all of my money very quickly. They, they do have like a large stadium gaming area that's like very prominent that I don't like at all. I would move that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, you could replace it with, like, you know, Danger Arena, nothing but net. That's what the people demand. Oh, yes. Yes, I love it. No, that's not what the people demand. <laughs> uh, remember when people said that was going to be the future? I do remember that. There was happen. a lot of talking about that. Yeah. Skill-based gaming? I don't know. It's a sucky one, but I'm going to say less less stadium gaming, because I really don't like the stadium gaming. <laughs> for all I know, I haven't been in a year. For all I know, they've gotten rid of it. They're like, that was our 2023 resolution, you idiot. <laughs> oh, well, we'll see. Maybe we can come back. I, I don't have much for Harris either, just because, like you said, it's so mediocre. I mean, like, I think the dining is, like, pretty uninspiring. It there. is very uninspiring. Maybe if they had some restaurant that was not, like, Harris, Caesars, Bobby Flay, Gordon Ramsay, Guy Fieri branded, that would be good. I think that's a good one. I actually think that is a good one. They need something that's not just every like Caesars property. Like, when they had Bill, Bill's Bar and Burger, that was fantastic, right? right. And then it went away. And it's AC Burger like, Company. Know, Right. Yes. They need a, a restaurant that is not either but, generic Caesars or one of the stable of Caesars chefs. Like, let's right. get something else in there. Technically, they do have McCormick and Schmicks, which I have eaten at there. <laughs> but yes, a restaurant I will actually eat at. I believe that's a golden nugget. <laughs> it is. Thing, it right? is actually a, a Landry's restaurant, weirdly enough. Yeah. That's not inspiring either. No. We've done here. It's totally fine, but it's just kind of expensive for what it is, I think. I think Ocean could be fun. Give Craig free rooms. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, and they hate me too, and I don't know why. I don't think they hate me. I get weeknights, but... Yeah, I mean, I get the same as you, and, like, like I, I thought I gambled, like, quite a bit my last day there, and they just, like, basically cut me off after that stay, so... It's weird. I don't know if I, like, 
didn't put my card in right or whatever. But no, I think it seemed fine when I looked at my numbers afterwards. So I'm not sure. I like playing there. I mean, like, honestly, I make fun of it, but their Asia area is plenty pleasant. Um, I always have good experiences with the dealers and the pit crews there. Like, yeah. I've a couple of my, like, best conversations with pit bosses have been at, at Ocean. Their restaurants are fine. Their rooms are very nice. I would say update the rooms. I think they need a refresh. Okay. I haven't stayed at one since whenever the last time we stayed was. Like, I think a year and a half ago, basically. Yeah, I mean, the last... the last time I gambled there. Two times I've stayed there, my room has been a little bit worn. In a way that it's just like, it just needs like, you know, if the desk is getting beat up, swap it out. If the nightstand's getting beat up, swap it out. It doesn't, they don't need a full like renovation, but just like keep them updated. I think their New Year's resolution should be just like a little bit better maintenance of the rooms. I mean, for me, I think the big thing is, why would I go and gamble there a bunch when I know that they're just not going to be happy with it? Yeah. So... Uh, that it's is not, like I feel like they've generally been decently generous with me, although my like weekend rates are insanely high, but I don't get particularly good weekend rates anywhere. I mean, my, my comps are just much, much worse there than anywhere else. Interesting. Other than Bally's where I don't get <laughs> any comps. <laughs> where you do not exist. Even though I have gaming history with them and they bought the list from Caesars or whatever when they got the property, right? So Yeah. So your resolution for Ocean is to hate you less. Yeah, like... <laughs> Maybe I'm the only one. Maybe I just had, like, bad luck or something got messed up in the system. So yeah. maybe I should give them another shot. But, like, by and large, I think it's a reasonably okay place to play. I like it. I've come around on it. Uh, the drink service was bad last time I was there at the slot machine. I don't know. I don't really love the restaurants there. Like, the whole vibe there is not really for me, I think. It's a bit too, like, trendy. and Yeah. It's not for me. But <laughs> I know that's what they're going for. I'm not going to tell them to change it because I know that's what they want. Yeah, just hate me less. Yeah. Resorts, your favorite. Ah. Change nothing. Uh, so this is hard for me to say because I have not stayed in a room there in several years, but like the rooms probably could use a little love, at least the last time I was in them. Beyond that, I think it's a very good property. I would like more of a game selection. Getting rid of tiles hurts specifically me a lot. Slot refresh for me, I think. The rules have gotten a bit worse. Yeah, slot refresh. I mean, I think making things a little bit newer and nicer seeming. And I think they can do it in a way without like completely breaking the bank. It could be good. And like I said, maybe they've done room refresh in the last couple of years and it is nicer than what I'm remembering. Yeah. I actually think resorts in terms of an overall package, you know, they've got Docker days. Mm. They've got the food court. They're getting a chicken guy. Like what more do you even want? <laughs> that's, that's it. Uh, and they've got uh, breadsticks, like breakfast place. They've got the Capriccio, which I've been to and thought was very right. good. The bar that they, you know, change out the theme of like six times a year or whatever, which is like, I mean, it's like corny and like, do I really want to be there? No, but like, it seems like yeah. fine. At least they're trying. They're doing stuff. I don't need Margaritaville in my life, but I yeah, like have, that it's there. Yeah, they have Margaritaville and Landshark. Of, it's you know? a nice vibe, I think. <laughs> Landshark's still closed, by the way. Eastwind was very good when I went. So I think it's just little things, just polishing all the surfaces and just make things look a little bit more attractive. Bring in like slightly newer slot machines, like... You know, if we could have a little bit better game selection, that would be good. But by and large, like, I think Resorts is, for, like, what it's trying to do, I think it does it reasonably well. Fairly generous. They hate me. I would say they, they can hate me less. I would appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know why they hate you so much. They like me plenty fine. I think ever since I went and I was really sick and I did zero gambling there. Like, I legit no played them on a comp room. Uh-huh. <laughs> I haven't gotten anything from them. So. Was that, like years ago a weekend night probably a friday night yeah that like they would mark something in the system to like 
really put a black mark against you? I mean, I think I also got a bus voucher and used just the bus voucher. <laughs> I really just did, like, everything you, they tell you not to I, do. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to blame them for what you're saying. Right. No, no, I don't blame them. It's, it sucks, but... You'd think that I would be far enough removed that if I went and actually gave them, like, a real day of play. I mean, I have given them a real day of play since then, but it was mostly video poker, and I just don't think that they're comping very well for that. Yeah, just like Ocean and video poker. We'll see what happens. Maybe you'll start getting comps in, in like, March or whatever, because it always takes a surprising long time for, like, a day of play to make it through the system into your offers from your play that you gave them in December. Maybe maybe by Yeah, by maybe, because I we'll, did play... We'll maybe you'll start getting weeknights again. Yeah, I did focus on slots on that trip and not mm-hmm. so much video poker. Last one, Tropicana. Yeah, game selection again. I mean, like... Huge issue there, I think. For me, it's a nice-ish place to stay, and there's someone else that have finally started refurbishing some of their rooms, uh, which is much needed. Fanta Tower room was very nice that, that I stayed in this year. But yeah, it's just, like, I don't like to be in the casino. The restaurants are nice. I I absolutely love Osu, which we've talked about on the on the podcast, but... I just don't like playing there. Yeah, in a lot of ways, if you just very objectively looked at the list of everything at at Tropicana, I feel like it should be one of my favorite properties. Like, I get pretty decent comps there. They have a huge, huge restaurant selection, including a lot of places that I like that are pretty reasonably priced. Chickies and Pete's, I have to mention. (laughs) Uh, They've got a lot of, like, casual places that are good. They've got... You mean contractually, you have to mention. Right, yes. Places that are in that marketplace area that are open late if you actually want to get some food late that's decent okay man go to firewaters and their eight thousand beers yeah some of the slots i like to play are in parts of the casino that are not very nice to be in like that little corridor between the 10 north lounge and the and the sports book over to whatever that is like the palm court i feel like is a weird place to play and i end up there a lot but also, there's just not enough tables for how many people are in that place. Like, they have so many yeah. hotel towers, and just it always feels like anytime you walk by tables, it's five people deep because there's so many people there compared to how many tables are there. So, I think just adding more tables is like a huge thing. I don't know. I know a couple of years ago we were saying like the tables were just in terrible shape, the felts were in terrible shape, but I don't know. I haven't even looked at them because I haven't gotten close enough to a table to see it. <laughs> oh, I don't think it's quite as bad now. I think they maybe replaced them, but. It's just game selection is bad. The number of tables they have open, like you said, for the number of people there, like it seems like way off. Obviously, again, I'm predisposed to like tiles and the fact that it seems like they've closed their table. I mean, they still have a table that has PyCal tiles like written on it, but I have not seen it open in, in quite a while. And, you know, we've gotten some reports from other people that it hasn't been open. Yeah, but there's plenty of times I feel like in the mornings I'll go down and there'll be like three tables open and they're all be full. So, yeah. So that's all nine. What about for the city as a whole? Like if you're running the city, if you're the shadow government of Atlantic City. Oh, we talked about this last time, I think. Or like a couple times ago. Oh, like making the boardwalk a little nicer? Yeah, a little, little nicer. Feel a little safer. Yeah. That would be good. Agreed. I really like the ambassador program or whatever, the people standing out on the boardwalks, but it's like from nine to five, right? Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> get some people out there like, yeah, a little bit later than that could be good. That would maybe be an easy thing. I mean, I don't know how much they're paying those guys, but. They can scrounge up some money from the budget, which I'm sure they can't because I know they always have budgetary problems. But it's the state running them now, so they can do what they want. I don't understand what the CRDA even does because I haven't heard anything about them in years. Like, I don't what they meet. What do they talk about? Supposedly, they have control over things. I I think that since COVID, like their meetings haven't really been open, I I believe. Right. They're doing nothing. That's what I think. Hmm. That'd be a big one. 
Yeah. Get some ambassadors out after 5 p.m. on the boardwalk. Agreed. That'd be good. If they could stay out there until, you know, midnight or something. A whole army of boardwalk Batman. Yeah. There's only That's, one, and yeah, it's, it's not If they enough. could just get Batman, that would be good. Batman would help Atlantic City a lot. Yeah, I mean, they have Boardwalk Batman, but they need, like, ten. I feel like that's something you don't see as much in Atlantic City as you do in Vegas. Oh, yeah, just, like, all the Superheroes. Yeah. I mean, the Batman is the one. You don't really see anybody else other than Boardwalk Batman. Have you seen Boardwalk Batman? Or you have no idea what I'm talking no, about? No, I have not. Oh, I don't I've seen him multiple times. I saw him with the kids. We saw him last time we were there. He was hanging out outside of the Disney on Ice, the Boardwalk Batman. Oh. People are very excited to see him. He's a legend. Taking pictures, getting yeah. money. If you YouTube yeah. it, you'll find videos of Boardwalk Batman. All right. All right. Yeah, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and maybe buy a shirt one day, do for a win.com. Reach out to Craig on Twitter or me and Kyle Askin and send Craig questions, do for a win at gmail.com, and we will answer them on air. And I believe that you said we have a couple more questions to answer next episode. Is that correct? We have a lot of questions, enough to break up into multiple mailbags split across many episodes but they're all from one person awesome. love so. it well we could more more questions send more questions also if you have always once never suggestions send them in oh yes always once never suggestions would be fantastic otherwise this segment's gonna peter out here i think we got a little bit of juice still but yeah, yeah. it's you know i don't come up with them so <laughs> i've got a good one still but it's like should be the all the last always once never it's the always once never killer yeah i like it yeah, yeah. So just whenever, whenever it's time, just let me know. I've got it written down. So. Okay, sounds good. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. Uh, when are we going to Atlantic City, Craig? May. <laughs> it's not the answer I wanted. I can go in February. I can't go in February. Anytime you want. I just can't Come imagine on. it. I know you're busy in March, but that's not February. February's insane. It's like everyone's birthday in February. It's not my birthday, and that's all that matters. <laughs> it's my son and my wife's my wife's birthday. <laughs> You know when it's not their birthday? Some, like, random fucking Thursday. That's true. Ooh. I just earned the explicit tag. Yeah! Un- un- unintentionally. Congratulations. Uh, well, I think with that, we need to close this up. We've obviously gone past our expiration date. <laughs> now, when Kyle started swearing, you know the episode's going on too long. I know. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for listening, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. I think the swearing was very low for a long time, but I think recording at night, you're done with the day. I'm drinking a, you know, delicious 4.2% ABV beer here. I'm not because I feel like ass, but yes, I could be drinking a delicious 4.2 ABV beer. Like the swearing, that that is what causes the swearing to go up. Yeah, probably. When we record at 11 in the morning, I'm on work hours. I feel like I, I basically never swear on the podcast until, except when I slept tonight. <laughs>